New Thought Guy. I want to start with some of the lyrics um, from Steve's new song. Uh, he said, Sometimes it can seem like nothing matters to how you feel and the way that things are. Uptight, anxious, and a little scattered. Dreams that once felt near now seem so far. Dreams, wishes, hopes, fantasies, desires, revelations, declarations. We all have them. How do we materialize them, though? How do we bring them into form, into this 3D world that we're in? That's one of the big questions of all time. People are still asking it in all philosophies and religions. And we, not just we, but we in this philosophy happen to have the spiritual tools. Caressa talked about it earlier. Spiritual mind treatment. But do we really believe in them? Next Saturday is um, Tooth Fairy Day. <laughs> Remember the Tooth Fairy? Did you have the Tooth Fairy come when you were little? Leave you uh, a certain amount of money? Jean uh, Piaget, a child psychologist, wrote, Children cannot tell fantasy from reality until age seven or eight. That is why they so easily believe in the Tooth Fairy, Santa Claus, and the Easter Bunny, etc. And psychotherapist parent coach Patty Ashley adds to that thought, I would say, keep the imagination going as long as it lasts with your children. However, Elaine Rose Glickman, she wrote this book called, get this, this is a great title, Your Kid's a Brat and It's All Your Fault. Nip the attitude in the bud from toddler to tween. She thinks parents should let their kids not believe, should not let their kids believe in the tooth fairy. To keep that totally out of their lives. She says it sets your children up to look like a fool upon realizing they've been duped. They'll feel gullible and stupid saying that these gifts are from some pretend creature that takes away from your relationship. It teaches your kids to not trust you. Your child could start questioning if you're using lying about, say, the importance of vegetables or the existence of God or of spiritual tools that bring wonderful things into your life. And if you double down, she says, on the lie, when she, when the child, voices uncertainty, you're also teaching her to doubt her own instincts about what is worthy of her belief and what should be questioned. Is that happening to us as an adult? That we logically maybe believe in this philosophy, but have we brought it into our hearts? Is spiritual mind treatment, affirmative prayer, and all the other spiritual practices just an adult version of the tooth fairy? Are we being duped by these ideas of as if? 
just lies that we're telling ourselves? Well, of course, the answer is no, we're not. Because when we embody ourselves in our thoughts of pure logic and fact, that's when we separate ourselves from that which prepares our mind and body to receive the good that we've declared to have. That we have decided and required right now is to be in our experience in our life. Now that sounds like a very subtle thing between the heart and the logic. But that's, but what's in the subtlety is what's really powerful. That's what's powerful is in that subtly, sub, subtle, subtlety. And it's the lack of appreciating this subtlety that is the foundation of most of our troubles. And I realize that because it hit me this week in my life. Without a distinct spiritual practice, whatever that is, daily affirmative incantation work based on the uh, um, affirmative incantations I write for every, everyone every week, prayer, visioning, gratitude, forgiveness, just being with an open heart in meditation, any of those spiritual tools and practices, without them, we are consciously and soon unconsciously separating ourselves and tuning out ourselves from our good. Because it lies in our communion with the universe. By tuning out the light, the presence, by tuning out God in our lives, we're tuning out this power, this energy, and it is subtle. It is subtle. Everything is energy, and that's all there is to it. Match the frequency of the reality you want, and you cannot help but get that reality. It can be no other way. This is not philosophy. This is physics. And that quote was from Albert Einstein. Sometimes this frequency he's talking about needs to build itself up. It needs to be built up to be, become equal to that reality you want. And we have to remember that. And not freak out when it doesn't show up. And not start doing and doing and doing without being, being, and being. It's like a wire rope. A wire rope begins with a single steel wire that's anywhere from 0.6 to 8 millimeters in diameter. And then several of these small wires are wound together into a strand. And the number of wires per strand depends on the job the rope will perform, right? How strong it needs to be. And different applications, of course, require different degrees of flexibility and strength. Just as our inclusion of more and more different wire strands yields stronger, more versatile, effective wire, so too our inclusion of more and different ideas, images, dreams, feelings, envisions, and visioning work creates an expanded, stronger, and more effective manifestation. Focusing on what we want to reveal in our lives what we declare from the universe 
and how we open ourselves up heartfelt to be aware and embody its, in, in, its inspiration. We have to um, ask for it. Not ask as in plead, ask as in bring it on, baby. Bring it on, baby. That's part of the divine tapestry of creation. Now, a tapestry, many of you know who have made one, is made by weaving the horizontal threads over and under the vertical th threads. Then that kind of squishes down those horizontal threads down so that they're very close together. And thus, it completely hides the vertical threads from view. Now, those vertical threads is that subtlety I was talking about. They're that heart-centered work we do, that communion we do with the universe. Whatever spiritual practice it is that we do. that's rarely seen or heard about because it's personal, because it's only you. Russell Anthony Gibbs from The Principles of Oneness wrote, choose to love every facet of yourself unconditionally. You are a complex multidimensional being and loving yourself requires identifying, accepting and loving all of our seemingly separate parts. This includes your personal self, the broader self, meaning other people and the, the consciousness of our society and culture. Balance of the physical world, meaning nature, activities, concepts, and the collective universe slash God, whatever you want to call it. That communion, that connection with that is what brings it all together. And without it, we're just doing, doing, doing. And I don't know about you, but I find that doing, doing, doing doesn't always mean accomplishing, accomplishing, accomplishing. Spiritually speaking, we're all part of one big energetic organism, a tapestry, if you will, expressing and experiencing itself in the seen and the unseen. It's a intricate matrix of varying vibrations. And the lower vibrations are usually the ones that show up in form. The higher vibrations, which are the most powerful and most unseen, are actually the vibrations that bring these requirements we have, these declarations we have into form, into our experience. Ralph Waldo Trine wrote a great book called In Tune with the Infinite, and he wrote, anyone, a fool or an idiot, can be exclusive. It comes easy, it takes, and it signifies a large nature to be universal, to be inclusive. Only the man or the woman of a small, personal, self-centered, self-seeking nature is exclusive. The man or the woman of a large, royal, unselfish nature never is. When we are inclusive of opening our hearts and being aware of the universe within us and telling it, Asking it, not in a pleading way, like I said before, but asking it. Show me the way. Bring to me what I need brought to me. 
whomever, whatever, what ideas. Bring them to me. So ask yourself, are you doing without being? I had to ask myself that this week. Are you excluding the spiritual for the purely logical? Now, we may accomplish a lot of things by just being in the logical, but are we moving forward? Are we being fulfilled? I'm not. I wasn't. I was doing, 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 and accomplishing, getting things done, but not being, not being inclusive of spirit was making me feel unwhole. And I have a spiritual practice. But I had to, it was time to, to turn it, to be bold and brave, to double dare myself. They've heard me talk about the divine matrix, the connection between the heart, mind, and gut, and the energy centers of our body. Some call it the chakras, but the energy cities, they're there, whatever you call them, they're there. They're the circuit boards of our and, 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 and are the connectors of our divine matrix. And they each have their own hormones working through them and frequencies and brain-like functions all the way from the top of our heads to the bottom of our guts. But they're meant to work together as a team. <laughs> That's a place where there is an I in team. So we have idea, which is brain. We have feeling, which is heart. We have openness to source, which is in our guts. And when they align together through these energy centers, they create the frequency that Einstein was talking about. And when we stay connected to them all, we be, not just do. We easily weave the tapestry and wire the steel rope of our lives with a powerful energy. The energy that made the universe, for God's sakes. And it is there in that energy, it is there in that communion, in that connection, where the universe really listens, takes its instruction and where it speaks to us, through us, as us, through our inspiration, through our intuition, from that universal tapestry. Now, I began with a question. I said, dreams, wishes, hopes, fantasies, desires, revelations, declarations, we all have them, but how do we materialize them? How do we bring them into form, into the 3D world? We do it by opening our hearts to receiving and allowing as well as opening our mouths to express our declarations. Now I'm using the, the idea of opening our mouths. You don't have to speak them aloud. You could speak them in, the, in your greater mind, but say it to claim it. Feel it to be it. And be open to receive it. That might be the magic right there. The magic is be open to receive it so that you can see it. Allow the universe to inform you how to be more than a doer. 
Here's a little more of Einstein. If I had an hour to solve a problem, he says, I'd spend 55 minutes thinking about the problem and five minutes thinking about solutions. Now, when he talks about thinking, he's not, he's imagining. There's great stories about him imagining certain things that brings the um, hypothetical problem he's trying to figure out into view. He's allowing the universal imagination to inspire him versus going to the board and writing out and figuring out mathematical stuff. He continues with, we cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we used when we created them. Be like Albert Einstein. That's what I've stepped into. That's what I had forgotten this week, was to be like Albert Einstein. Spend less of your time doing and more of your time being. Because then the doing really, boy, when I stepped back into that, my doing was so easy, you could say, so quick so deep and focused and took less time. Open up your divine feminine aspects and pay, pay your duty in the time of being and put your order in to have the universe provide the who and the what of your desires. Just put your order in. Bring to me universe the who and the what that I require to bring in that which I'm declaring now. Do that. Open your heart. Open your heart and be. Because that's when you will let the doing count more. Namaste.